When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome back, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, alongside my, one of my co-hosts, Nina. How are you doing today? We missed you I'm last doing really week. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm back now, though. I'm feeling better. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, and then again, I apologize, everybody listening. I know last week's episode was the first episode we had in like a month. Having a new job getting used to things there is a whole experience on its own so gotta make the money somewhere because uh i wish i could do this full time like tom (laughs) so wish i could (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) oh my god it would be so great to be able to do that but unfortunately Mm -hmm. i don't have the opportunity as of right now but we are back uh with part two of the global wizarding world war uh, we last ended um, last week with part one to where we kind of got a glimpse of where Grindelwald basically started this entire fiasco of the Wizarding World War. So it's, you know, it's all on him. And then it just, you know, it gets worse from there. Yeah, because just, other people are getting worse. Getting worse. <laughs> so we're going to kick off to where... It's the nineteen twenty seven it's nineteen twenty seven to the nineteen thirties. So we have the different armies in the Wizarding War. So at his headquarters, um Numagard Castle in the Alps, Gwinderwald presented uh credence with a wand of his own and finally revealed to Grievance that his alleged true identity is Aurelius Aurelius Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore's estranged younger brother, uh Grindelwald claimed that Dumbledore was out for quote-unquote murder for uh, Aurelius. His name's weird. Yeah, Aurelius is a weird name. And then uh, not only uh, and that, only together did they stand a chance uh, to take him down and his allies. Well, good luck because Dumbledore is Dumbledore. Correct. And Grindelwald's like, just a liar and a manipulator. <laughs> yeah. As we mm-hmm. see, like, so if anybody remembers, this is the very end scene of Crimes Against Grindelwald, the second Fantastic Beast films. So, and then here we're going to get into the third film that we have. So we have Grindelwald's run for a political office, which, yes, that sounds great to do when you're a wanted man. Uh, yeah. As Supreme uh, Mugwup 
uh, Anton Vogel's term came to an end in 1932. An election was called to replace him. Grindelwald wanted to campaign for his position, running against the likes of Leo Tao and Venestra, Venestra Santos. I think that's how you say the name. I think it's Italian. I think maybe. Yeah, let's. Seems, it could seems, be. seems Italian. I don't know. Uh, during the election, uh, Quinn, a Chinese creature, uh, was bound to the future of Mugwup. Gwendolyn ordered the acolytes Credence, Barebone, Venda, Roser, and Caro to get a Quillen in China. By then, Gwendolyn had appeared in a wanted poster for serious, various cri- vicious crimes against the wizarding world. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> if you go watch Crimes Against Winterworld, you'll know why he's a wanted man, hence the name of the title of the movie. Yeah, like, he does a lot of bad. Granted, it's not the worst that we see in the Wizarding World, but it's the start of the worst. This is very true. And then as the election dated approach, uh, the fears began to grow that Grindelwald might attempt to con. Uh, contest the election motive by his energetic base, the International Confederation of Wizards was due to conclude an investigation into Gwendolyn's activities and announce that new changes would be brought against him, or new charges would be brought against him. Vogel would announce the results of the gathering of the German Ministry of Magic in Berlin. Both candidates and their followers traveled to the ministry for their announcement in honor and horror, disgust, and disbelief that most wizards uh, present in the gather present in the gathering, Grindelwald was absolved due to the insignificant uh, evidence exi- existing to prosecute him. Which is wild to me because aren't there there were so many witnesses to what he had done exactly, and, and that's... Vogel's just Vogel's just like nah, nah, you're good. Like yep. you can you're absolved. You can do what you want. Go ahead and run for this. Yep, mm. and that's the fear factor. Literally, yeah. the fear factors involved. Say, like, oh no, yeah, we didn't see anything because we don't want to die. Yeah, it seems like the uh, politics of the wizarding world just always want to have a blind eye to anything bad. <clears throat> That's just politics in general, I think. Um, it's anyway. true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now we get to Dumbledore's first army. So, Albus Dumbledore entrusted Newton's, uh, Newton's commander uh, to start his own army to intrepid inter- uh, witches and wizards to fight against Grindelwald, his alliance, and his followers. Dumbledore, on the sidelines, could not fight him still because he had the blood pact he had, uh, he had to destroy. Newt put together a team consistent, consisting of Thetis commander, Elna Hicks, uh, Yusuf Kama, Jacob Kowalski, and Bunty Brodkar, uh, to move against the Dark Wizard. Uh, once they formed, they traveled to Hogwarts Castle and met with Elpis Dumbledore. Once there, they met with him and Professor McGonagall in the Great Hall. Which, we do see all this in Secrets of Dumbledore. So this is where a lot of the events and stuff we're getting from here is from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, the movie's great. But it's it is hard to watch. I'm going to be tight side tangent here. It is hard for me to watch that film because of the change of actor for Grindelwald. I agree. It's I so was really hard. quite upset. Yeah. It's so hard to not see Johnny Depp 
as Grindelwald because, I, like, when I first saw him as Grindelwald in the first Fantastic Beasts, like, oh my god, that's Grindelwald. Like, it's that's a, that's a dark wizard. Like, that's yeah. what a dark wizard looks like. And then we get Mads Mikkelsen at the end in Fantastic Beasts 3, and I was like, he did a good job in the character, and he did a really good job acting. It's just, I just couldn't see him as Grindelwald physically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the only one that they did good with was Dumbledore in the movies. Like, I believe that change was good, as sad as mm-hmm. it was for the outcome of it. But it did work out well. Yes. Um, but that's the only character change in the entire Wizarding World movies that we have that is okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than the Dumbledore change, that was like the only, besides Wonderwall, those were the only major changes in like characters. Yeah, the major ones. Yeah, there was some, I know um, uh, Malfoy's two buddies. Oh, uh, one, one of them stayed and the one of them... But- was switched was a different out. One. Was it wasn't mm-hmm. the same though? It wasn't the same character. Oh, I thought it was. Mm-mm. It wasn't the same character. Because oh. uh, it was in Deathly Hollows Part Two mm-hmm. that we see him, and it's not. There's Crab and Goyle. Goyle. That's it. Stayed. Crab was a was not in the scene, but it was a different character entirely. A lot of people oh. thought it was Crab, and it's like how they because they changed like entirely of who he is yes. after and. <laughs> everything um and everybody's like uh what's going on here and then if you actually if uh if you look at the credits or uh look into about the scene it's a completely mm-hmm. different character entirely i was like oh okay that makes okay. me feel better <laughs> that's better good to know we'll see that is good to know um but so yeah, lady. Later, uh, Dumbledore waited with Bunny for Newt, Thetis, Jacob, and Lily in the room of requirement. There was five identical suitcases waiting for them, and one of them was a hidden uh, Quillen. Dumbledore asked Newt if he knew which of the suitcases was real, to which Newt replied that he did not know. Dumbledore replied that it was good because if he had known, the plan would not work. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Absolutely. And then Dumbledore has successfully planned on an escape plan to, in case Grindelwald's men would attack, the three suitcases contained enchanted books, quaffle, bludgers, and Jacob's pastries that would attack the <laughs> Grindelwald's acolyte in case of trouble. Everyone apart from Albus took one suitcase, and they all used a Quinlan ceremony portkey to the ma- magisterial chamber of ancient wizardry in Bhutan. And Dumbledore and Jacob went first where the rest followed and i will say i loved in the film i love seeing those scenes when they were like getting chased and like random stuff happening i just like having jacob in the film as a muggle where everyone else is a wizard was probably the best dynamic they had yeah it was it was fantastic he was such a comedy relief that was oh, just was. so needed. And he, him as an actor was really good. His character was really good. And he was just like, I don't know what's happening. I'm here for it, but I still don't know what's happening. Right. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. this food's great. And he's like, just eating in the great hall with all the students. It's like, oh, he's like, yeah, this wand's super dangerous. I better put it away. And it's like, you know it. He knows it's not magical. He has a fake wand. <laughs> it's not magical. <laughs> he's not a wizard. He's not a wizard, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's his character is great. 
But uh, now we have the duel between Albus and Credence. So as Dumbledore walked down the street of a snowy day, he realized that Credence was following him. His wand up his sleeve and ready to attack, he crossed the street and stopped in front of a shop window, using a reflection to see the pursuer. Dumbledore used his magic on a following snowflake, blowing it through the window above the cars, crossing the streets, and touching Credence on the forehead before dissolving into vapor. The older wizard turned to face him, and Credence attacked or asked whether if he knew he was uh, always felt always felt alone while Dumbledore guessed the origin of the messages he had been seen on his brother's mirror Credence let loose his frustration that his family hadn't tried to protect him or even find him the thing is though neither Dumbledore nor did um Abathorth knew mm-hmm. Credence was still alive to be fair he is so, yeah, you see yeah. a lot of the uh, dynamic come back between Aberforth and his uh, his son in the mm-hmm. movie, and it is very sweet. Yes, even though we know what happens to Credence. Yeah, sadly, but um, yeah. as this phoenix flew past, Credence uses obscure powers to shatter and levitate the street uh, cobbles around him. He attacked. Uh, He then attacked using his wand, casting a spell that Dumbledore easily deflected. The young man rushed to his uncle, drawing more and more rubble from the buildings around him. Uh, Dumbledore told Credence that things were not what they appeared, and demonstrated his point using his Deluminator to reveal that he had been fighting in mirror dimension from the start. A place shrouded in shadow which showed the street that had been below their feet. Angered, Credence tried to fight Dumbledore again, but his uncle disappeared and reappeared constantly, never allowing him or any of his spells to be hit him. Using the Deluminator once again, Dumbledore returned them both to Berlin Street and had been where they had been, uh, where Credence was lying in the pool of uh, metal, melted snow. His uncle helped him up before silently departing. That battle was really fun to watch. In the it movie. was. I did real, very much enjoy that. It was. It reminded really me a lot of Inception, and it was yes. just very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, a lot of the like there was a lot of scenes in. Secrets of Dumbledore that was like that style because mm-hmm. Dumbledore and like obviously this is where you see Dumbledore and this is not even him fighting Grindelwald this is fighting his nephew to where it shows that Dumbledore has mad skills and what he's doing he <laughs> knows what he's doing mm-hmm. hence like nothing hit him he deflected everything that came after him and he put them in a mirror dimension without credence even knowing yeah and he didn't even have the elder wand at this time it's just pure yeah, he, magic power that he yeah has. he didn't he doesn't even have the elder wand this is true um mm-hmm. like it was just his pure skill because he's that good he's um, that good he, he he honestly doesn't need an elder wand to beat the wizard he is obviously <laughs> as we see in this yes. um so now we get to the walk of the Quinlan. So due to the dark whispers, quote-unquote, surrounding his motives, Vogel announced that the usual election process would waived in favor against uh, of the ancient and once time-honored tradition of selecting the supreme Mogwup by the way of the walk of the Quinlan. In order to dispel any doubt of who worthy candidate was, the decision was made under Gwendolyn's orders in order for him to become Vogel's successor through underhanded uh, flodrance. Fraudulence, yeah. Fraudulence. Yeah. He's Mm -hmm. a fake. 
He's a fake. <laughs> uh, Gwendawald tried to cheat the ceremony by controlling a reanimated Quinlan and had killed days earlier and revived the beast using necromancy, which exists in Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Necromancy is a thing. Uh, it bowed to him uh, after being elected, standing with Lutau and Venezitra Sta- uh, Santos, go out to Grindelwald. Uh, he then tortured Jacob Kowalski with the Cruciatus Curse as punishment for falling in love with the Queen- Queenie Goldstein and wit- a witch. And seconds later, he declared that his war of non-magic world stated that day uh, Credence Barebone soon arrived and exposed Grindelwald for cheating. Dun yeah. dun dun. Hence, you know, a Dumbledore f- ruined his plan. Oh no. <laughs> and then, oh, no. <laughs> without knowing what Albus exactly told Newt, uh, Bunty Broadcare uh, se- secretly, securely delivered the second Quinlan to Newt, quoting that she had said before that no one can know everything, and Dumbledore's scheme worked, showing. That Bunty had the case with the Quinlan the whole time, with no one except Albus knowing. The ceremony went on, and the second Quinlan truthfully selected the next leader. While Vogel claimed that the first Quinlan was the real one, it died again in his arms. The second Quinlan was recognized as the real one. Despite not being a candidate, it bowed to Albus Dumbledore. Who Mm. declined to accept the position, it selected the second candidate... Of Anistra Santos and Gwendolyn tried to kill Credence, Credence in the anger, causing Albus and Aberthorth to intervene. Which yes. this was a great scene because it showed Dumbledore's true qualities after he specifically kept saying in the film, um, "Oh, I'm not a leader. I, I'm not right for this. I've done terrible things." Yada yada, but the Quinlan still chooses him mm-hmm. first because he sees the good in him for the future. Yes, but obviously be Dumbledore, fair, I... being Dumbledore, he says no. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, a lot of le- good leaders are the ones that I don't want to lead. You see that consistently in like mm-hmm. shows and movies where they're like, "I don't want to do this," mm-hmm. but they're the right one to do it. Correct. Um, and then, as a result, the blood pact between Dumbledore and Grindelwald was broken. Later, suggested Dumbledore to be because he cast to protect, while Grindelwald cast to kill. Instance, instantly, the two wizards dueled, ending in a stalemate. With everyone gathered turning on him, Grindelwald declared that he hadn't been, and still wasn't their enemy. Before jumping off a ledge outside of Erie and dis- uh, disappearing. So. Yeah, that that was also a really good scene in battle because right when that happened, Dumbledore manages to transfer them into an ultra dimension like he did with Credence, but a completely different dimension mm-hmm. that no and no one would have been hurt from their duel, which is smart. Yes, there's a um, lot of people there. And if anybody knows... Grindelwald is currently in possession of the Elder Wand at this time. And Dumbledore made a stalemate with him. Yeah. It, it yep. shows how skilled he is. Yes. Absolutely does. So, at this point, we're going to take a quick mid-break, and we will be right back. 
Alright, now that we're in the mid-break of the show, where it's everything to do with the show, but nothing to do with the lore of the Wizarding World, uh, I do want to thank everybody who listens to the show and supports us. If you want to support us, uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Every review really helps us grow the show, and you can, if you leave a five-star review with words on it on Apple, we will read it out loud the next time on the show. And you can now actually leave words on Spotify. It's not by the show base, but it's episode based. So if you leave some words on each episode or on an episode, we will read it out louder in the show, depending on what it says. So make some nice words. It'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wizarding world lorecast to where you can get ad free episodes. You can even, if you go to our $20 tier, you can even join us at the end of each month uh, to where we can talk about anything with the wizarding world there. We can talk about Hogwarts legacy. We can talk about uh, the upcoming reboot of Harry Potter and give our theories on it. Because yes. HBO and our Warner Brothers just announced they are doing a reboot for the original series, but not as films, as a full-on TV series with each season being its own book. So there's potential to where we can get a lot more content from the books on screen. Because if you actually read the books and then watch the film... Literally about 60% of the book is not in the film. Yeah, it's missing a lot of the good stuff. And a lot yeah, of the I feel bad tidbits for, that you miss out. Really felt bad for the Fred and George actors because majority of the things that were cut were their own lines. And they were such a and good They were pair. good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we can talk about that. Or we can even talk about the upcoming Quidditch game. Because they announced a Quidditch game after everybody winning Quidditch in Hogwarts Legacy, they aren't adding Quidditch to Hogwarts Legacy, but instead they are making their own Quidditch game called Qu- uh, Harry Potter Quidditch Champions, which you can sign up for free uh, for beta. And this is the best thing. You create your own character for the game. Oh, that's cool. So you don't play as a set character like you do in like the original Quidditch game back on like the GameCube and PlayStation uh, mm-hmm. you create your own character just like Hogwarts Legacy, but for Quidditch. That'd be cool. And I was like, I wonder, sold. It'd, it'd be cool if you can move your character from um, yeah, Legacy I to it. Doubtful. I don't know how that works. Because yeah, from what, I, be what cool. they've shown for the teaser trailer, it looks like it's going to be in Harry's time or around his time oh. rather than the 1800s like we do have in Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. But who knows? They might do something. They'll probably do some collaboration between the two games. I guarantee it. Um, they'll have something together. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check that out. Uh, you can find us also on the Robots Radio Discord. You can chat with us on there. We have our own channel um, in the server. So, come check us out there. You can also find my other show, Holocron Histories, where I talk about Star Wars with my co host, Austin slash Teacup from the Dragon Age and Assassin's Creed lore cast. Um, and yeah, bunch of great times, fun, fun, fun stuff. Yeah. So, so discord's a great place to hang out, meet new people, yep. chat about the things you really enjoy. Oh yeah. And you know, with the wizarding world becoming 
bigger and bigger now every year since last year. It's mm-hmm. it's it's starting to get big again and it's super super exciting. Super yes. exciting. But exciting. I think that's what we got for the mid break. So we will go right back into the war. All right, now that we're back, we are now into open war. So, from 1938 to 1945, hmm, those years seem pretty significant in most history books, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, there might have been one or two things happening during that time. Yeah, there might have been a thing called, you know, World War Two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that- <laughs> right, yeah. So, despite Grindelwald narrowing missing the post of Supreme Mubwop, uh, he only continued to rise in power across Europe in the years that followed. Open war between him and his followers and enemies began around the same time as the outbreak of the Second World War in 1939. Would you look at that? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. He goes to war with the Wizarding World while the Muggle World was going to war with themselves. A smart cover. Mm. I will give him that. Smart cover. It is a good cover. Yes. So now we have the ousting of Folly. So fearing that the world alliances, particularly the ones from America, France, and Germany, were losing the war, the wizarding community desperately sought serious aid. Twelve years after the rally, British Minister of Magic Hector Folly was ousted from the office in 1939 for not taking proper adequate measures to form the security of Great Britain. Uh, he then replaced a more proactive Leonard Spencer Moon, who proved himself to be the sound minister in the context of international turmoil, but even so, Gwendolyn's power was already too large to handle by one sole ministry at, by this point. Which, you know, makes sense. Yeah, it was just kind of late. Leonard was a little late getting into office, unfortunately. I mean... The guy hasn't been seen for a while. He's grown his forces. Yeah, it's a little too late if you didn't catch him the first time. Yes. And then Grindelwald's terrorizing of Europe went on for many years during the Muggle's Second World War, which had previously foreseen and attempted to present his own personal ends. Which, if anybody remembers, if you watch Crimes Against Grindelwald, when Grindelwald tells the all the audience that he gathered and everything there's a war coming we need to be prepared we need to stop it before it happens he's literally talking about world war ii but yeah no one went no one wanted to do anything because oh it's a muggle problem not our problem yeah so Mm -hmm. now we have the fall of grindelwald so, however, Albus Dumbledore had formed a formidable reputation as the most powerful wizard of the modern era, which was heavily supported by millions throughout the entire international wizarding community. In 1941, practically all the international magical authorities and political establishments begged and pleaded for Dumbledore to intervene, but held the belief that he was the only wizard who not only equaled and surpassed uh, Grindelwald in power, but was also the only person Grindelwald feared. And let's be honest, that's probably true. That is very true. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dumbledore knew he had to fight his former best friend, uh, but kept pushing the moment until, quote-unquote, only uh, when it would have been too shameful for him to delay taking action any longer. 
And then as Dumbledore said himself, um, and then all the while, the Acolytes continue to reign the terror, committing more and more atrocities and murders, uh, now directly upon un- innocent muggles. It was around this time that Dumbledore succeeded in destroying the Blood Pact, finally free of confront Dumbledore or Grindelwald without any excuses. So some of this might muddle with Secrets of Dumbledore because this is pre-written stuff before the film. Mm-hmm. So things might muddle a little bit because it says that, you know, I just said that, you know, the Blood Pact was finally destroyed. And it was like, well, actually, the Blood Pact was destroyed years prior to this. Right. But it opened up at least a path for him to be able to do something about Grindelwald. Yes. Once he got past his own mentality of should I do it because I'm worried for the knowledge that he might hold right about his sister yeah though unknown to everyone at the time Albus had delayed in fighting his former best friend due to the fear to Grindelwald's knew that he only truly cast the curse that had murdered Ariana Dumbledore in 1999 as Nina just said Dumbledore mm-hmm. dread beyond all poss- possible imagination that it was him who accidentally killed her and fear that Grindelwald would expose, exploit this against him. But. Yeah. yeah. Things happen and yeah. And, and Dumbledore lives with that guilt till the day he dies. So. Yeah. And sadly enough, he has a odd relationship with his brother after that because of that. So. Yeah, it makes things a lot very tense. Yeah. So, however, uh, Albus could not uh, could ignore uh, Grindelwald's uh, anarchy no longer. The actions of Grindelwald and his organization is committed across uh, not only Central Europe but in America too. Had plunged the Wizarding World into such panic and terror that almost everyone in his feared Grindelwald would destroy it completely in the lust for power. Thus, Dumbledore tracked down Grindelwald, finally confronting him in the summer of 1945, the exact location as to where they re-encounter each other after almost 47 years apart for, was unclear. Yeah, that, that's kind of weird that you don't know where it is that they meet. You'd think mm-hmm. that it would I, be unknown. If they ever finish the film series for Fantastic Beasts, because originally the, film was going, the films were originally three films. And mm-hmm. then it was pushed to where there would be five films. And the I think the last two films were, were going to get all this, but they haven't decided if they're ever going to go back and redo those films. Um, oh. Because Secrets of Dumbledore didn't do the best in the box office. And going to be blatantly honest for everyone, it's honestly because of the Johnny Depp change. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> why... The movie did not do well. It's because of all yeah, that the was, BS. That was a bad decision on their part to get rid of Johnny, but yeah, but you know there was a whole thing that happened, and you know he's a good man and he's innocent, and blindly yes. he is. So it's fantastic yes. now. It's good now. Only wish it was you know it did not happen at all. Correct. So. Uh, this resulted in a legendary duel between the two greatest wizards of the modern century, uh, which ultimately saw them brought Grindelwald to total defeat. Those who witnessed the duel described it as one of the greatest duels in history. Dumbledore triumphed over Grindelwald due to being, in Dumbledore's own words, a shade more skillful. As a result of his victory, Dumbledore also won and claimed the Elder Wand. I don't know if it would be a shade more 
I mean, even if he didn't have the Elder Wand, I think Dumbledore would have won miles over. It was yeah. just the Elder Wand that gave Grindelwald the extra, the extra just edge, be a shade under. <laughs> yeah. Oh, without yeah. a doubt, Dumbledore didn't even. If he just took the Elder Wand out of the equation, Dumbledore was not a shade. He was like an entire color more skillful <laughs> than Grindelwald. Yes. <laughs> like there's no no comp like there's no simul there's no competition there. No, no comparison at all. So uh Godo went Grindelwald, uh who had terrorized the magical world for many years and was captured and detained in the topmost cell of Numengard, the castle slash prison that he that he himself had constructed to hold his own enemies. Grindelwald had condemned and remained there for the rest of his life. All his former inmates were released in his behest. The surviving acolytes uh, were disbanded or either sent to trial and convicted properly or completely disappeared without a trace, never to be seen or heard of again. And then at long last, the wizarding world could live in peace. Albus Dumbledore's fame only skyrocketed, uh, and he then returned to Hogwarts where he replaced uh, Amodo Dippet as headmaster, a position he would hold until 1997. While the world wanted Dumbledore to take the position of Minister of Magic, he refused, never trusting himself with wielding power again after he contributed to his sister's death. So basically, he took headmaster and stayed headmaster as a pentance of himself for killing his own sister. Well, for the belief that he killed his own sister. There's, true, true. There hasn't been any proof that it was That's That's a fair point. But he, yeah. he felt that he should have a penance um, mm-hmm. for himself because he thought he killed his own sister. But in doing having that penance, he also helped the wizard world as a whole, regardless. Yes. Indirectly. I do so. think him being headmaster of Hogwarts was the best decision, better than being the minister. Because oh, he was actually able doubt. to teach the students and everything. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, however, Dumbledore was sworn in as Supreme Lup of the International Confederation of Wizards and the Chief Warlock of the Wizagamont. Uh, he also was awarded the Order of Merlin First Class for his defeat of Grindelwald, less the global wizard world. Wiz- global wizarding war had ended so oh, now we get to the aftermath so this is 1990 1945 to 1998 so with uh, Gold Grindelwald defeated and the acolytes doomed Albus Dumbledore returned to this place of Hogwarts and eventually became headmaster until his death in 1997 his victory in this battle would be published on his chocolate frog card which we see <laughs> in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Which is just so cute that it's a piece of candy has such a great piece of importance to oh, the heck world. Yeah. It's just so cute. And funny enough, if you actually get a... Because um, back during the holidays uh, where I was working currently, we had a Walgreens across the street from us. And I would go there to you know grab snacks, snacks or here and there. Walgreens sells Harry Potter stuff during the holidays. They sell oh, chocolate frogs, and it goes with a chocolate frog card. I never got Dumbledore's, but I know the Dumbledore one actually has like his battle with Grindelwald on his card, even with like real world stuff. I like that. That's so cool. Yeah, I didn't know Walgreens did that. 
Yeah, Walgreens is really random stuff sometimes. It's super weird. But mm. so uh, many years later, the most powerful dark wizard of all time, Lord Voldemort, would infiltrate uh, Numagard and interrogate Grindelwald inside his cell before murdering him as part of the mission for the Elder Wand. Which we see that in Deathly Hollows Part Two. Correct. Yes. So, and then last but not least, we have behind the scenes. So, J.K. Rowling was asked by a fan if it was a coincidence that Grindelwald was defeated in 1945, in which she replied it was not. She stated, quote-unquote, It amuses me to make allusions to things that were happening in the muggle world, so my feelings would be that while there's a global muggle war going on, there's also a global wizard war going on, end quote. Rowling also remarked that she feels that the muggle and wizarding wars fed each other. Which, and honestly, I, I mean, if you really think about it, that's with real world standards. Yeah, that that would definitely happen. One I war, agree. one war feed into the other. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially since they live parallel to each other, they're going to affect one another. Exactly. It's not mm-hmm. like they're in separate dimensions or separate lands or anything like that. They're literally coexisting. It's just right. the Muggles just don't know who's a wizard. That's it. Yeah. And then, uh, as was first pointed out in the username Polly's Witch, there was no sources to confirm that the war was officially began in 1927 and the events of the Fantastic Beasts, the crimes against Grindelwald, as Rowling implied uh, that the war happened during the Second World War. Grindelwald's activities in the first two films were comparable to the brown shirts in Germany during the 1920s and 1930s, consisting of things such as rallies, attacks, building support, and imitation. Imitating opposition. Intimidating opposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh... That's what we got on the first global... Or the global Wizarding War. It basically... It's it's basically the Wizarding World's World War Two, But it was just one... They only had one war. Until Voldemort. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Voldemort's reign wasn't as long as Grindelwald's. Not even by a mile. Grindelwald terrorized for like, what, 20 years? Or like more than 20 years. If Voldemort was like... 18? Something like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't remember on the top of my head. Before his defeat from Harry when he was a babe. I can't remember how long he was active then. But then, you know, he tried when he first came back from six through seven. It's only like maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. And before that, I, I can't yeah, it would have been a fraction. I mean, because Grindelwald would have been at least 20, 30 years if so, because if he started it in the 20s or even before that mm-hmm. and ended in 45. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Grindelwald had the most experience, but Voldemort was by far more powerful. Yes, and he had quite the action plan. Yeah. What he was doing. Voldemort actually <laughs> thought things out before he attempted things compared to Gwendolyn, yes. where he just went with the flow. Yes, trying to use politics and everything. At least Voldemort didn't get too much into the politics at all. No. Well, no one would let him in politics if he looked like a snake. That's a good point. And he looked like a snake before, like after he made his like third or fourth horcrux because if you read deathly hollows part 
or no, if you read the Deathly Hollows book, um, when Harry sees, or is it, is it Deathly? No, it's um, Half-Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. When he sees the memories of Dumbledore with Voldemort going into the room, he already looks snake-like. And that's after he made his like fourth Horcrux or something like that. He yeah. doesn't look human already. And I was like, yeah, I don't think anybody would let him near politics. Nope. You got to have a face for it, too. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't have a nose, so that's probably a no-go. <laughs> that's important on a face. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, um, but that's all we have for this episode. Is there anything you need to add, Nina, towards the end of this? Nope, I don't have anything. Okay. So, we will see everybody next week, and... Remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast at gmail.com.